0: Hello everyone, it's Jamie here. This is my first recording. I was supposed to start last week, but I had got delayed. So we're going to have our first episode today on Wednesday, March the 2nd, which is Ash Wednesday. Um, I had had a um, thing that I was going to talk about. But I'm going to put that on hold until our next episode on Friday because I have a lot of stuff. It's um, current events that I want to talk about with you guys and see how you feel about it. Um, The first thing I want to talk about is what's going on over in Ukraine. Um, It's like psycho happening over there now. Um, They done been bombed a couple of times. Um, To my understanding, people of African-American descent are being thrown off of trains and other transportation methods on
1: a way to get. from um, CNN source off of their website.
0: And it's us.cnn.com. And it's saying, like, the live updates are damage and casualties are reported on the outskirts of Kyiv, while a second round of Russian-Ukraine talks set for today. So I'm guessing they're supposed to have Another talk today, Ukraine calls on UN to reconsider Russia's permanent membership in Security Council. The parliament gives standing ovation to Ukraine's ambassador to the UK. of right now, it looks like that they just on the outskirts of Ukraine. And a couple of places around Ukraine have been uh, bombed. Our president had made some words um, from his State of the Union um, on Tuesday amid the most consequential stretch of his presidency so far. Confronting a war in Europe at the same moment, he works to improve his political prospects. Biden sought to rally and divide a worthy country behind a rampage domestic agenda in his attempts to isolate and punish Russian president Balomar Putin. Yet the limits of Biden's approach were evident even as he was speaking. A 40 mile-long Russian convoy was approaching Kyiv, and explosions were rocking major cities. As he was on there during his State of the Union, they were still over there bombing Ukraine. Come with me and I'll show you. I don't think that he did not plan on delivering his first state of the union as a European capital came under fire but the moment thrust upon him by Russia's invasion of Ukraine provided an urgent illustration of animate and theme of his presidency that democrats must self defend against creeping global authoritarianism and I quote on this in the battle between democracy and autocracy Demo- Democracies are raising to the moment in the world is clear and choosing the side of peace and security. This is the real test, Biden said, concluding the first section of his speech that had been given over the Ukraine crisis. Before his speech, he had spoke to the Ukrainian president, Valdemir Jeliski and in a CNN interview called the president to deliver a strong and useful message in his address sitting above the house floor is the first lady box was the Ukraine ambassador to Washington so basically we feel like we gotta get ready for war Um, they're invading Ukraine. They're going straight through with it. Um, he has made, uh, threats against the U.S. Saying that if we help, it will be bad repercussions. So what do y'all think about this? Because right now, the U.S., um, army is low on people recruiting. So, what I'm saying is, as far as that go, is that if we don't have a lot of people signing up to go to the Army in times like this, they'll instruct the draft, which means that they'll take everybody from 18 to 64 in well-being. Um, I'm sorry, but that's scary to me. I have sons within that age group. The only good thing that I feel about it that's good is that they took it from 16 to 18 now because it used to be 16 for the draft but now they changed it from 18 to 64 um that's the range of our men like and i also found out that they they're not leaving the soul um male no more they're taking everybody but back to the ukraine thing Since, even before the invasion began, Biden was sought to underscore Americans should care about a conflict 5,000 miles away, while a majority of Americans, 79%, in a said poll through CNN this week that they were following events in Ukraine at least somewhat closely. White House aides have acknowledged the foreign events are typically not atop Americans' list of priorities. On Tuesday, Biden made planned that the stake or in Ukraine, even as he emphasized U.S. troops, would not be fighting on the ground there and reassure Americans of their safety. This is a quote from Biden. I know news about what's happening can seem alarming to all Americans. What well, I want you to know we're going to be okay. We're going to be okay, Biden said. So what do y'all think about this? Because... Gas prices are at an all-time high here in Ohio. I live in Cincinnati. The average gallon of gas right now, I think I saw yesterday, was like three fifty-four or something like that. All the food prices and things like that have went up in stores. We was already dealing with inflation before this threat of war. Um, A lot of people are saying that they could send us into another major depression if we have to end up going to war with us considerably really just coming out of a recession. Um, so um, send me some messages and tell me what y'all think about that. And maybe we can have another talk about it in a couple of days. last thing I want to say about it. The other day Republican lawmakers have called on the US to enforce a no fly zone over Ukraine. A prospect the White House has rejected and top Republicans have blamed Biden for cultivating a weak foreign policy generally. They giving bad in the business. They feel like they don't want him to they want him to be more backbone, if they want him to have more thought about himself, they feel like that he's not um, being a stand-up president on this aspect of this war. Also, this is the last thing that I know, I said I was going to not say nothing else, but this is the last thing that I'm going to say about it. Um, Trump is fully supporting Putin. Um, he has been put off of most social media, so he can't tweet or anything about his feelings, but he was on a um another podcast through uh Republican um um let me look it up to see exactly what it is because I don't want to get the wrong information. But he was on a podcast
1: um like a week or two ago The of the podcast that Trump was on,
0: talking stuff, was, um, let me see real fast. Um, Crooked Media, I found the link, I found the link, I found the link on a um. I found the link on a on a thing called um, Crook Media. That's where I found the link for the video. If you want to watch it on YouTube. So okay, that'll be it for that today.
1: Now in select. Celebrity- Each um, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday that I have my podcast earned and it's going to be called Hot Sauce. And my son. Hot Sauce.
0: The first thing I want to get into is Rihanna pregnant. What do y'all think about this? The bad girl is finally pregnant, and she's pregnant by ASAP Rocky. She has been, like, uh, showing the world all type of fashionable things since she's been announced that she was pregnant. Uh, killing me like also i wanted to bring up another thing because we haven't really heard anything in the news or anything about uh regina king's um son committing suicide again my heart goes out to her you know she's from ohio and um we're all you know just sending prayers and love to her as she go through this dark moment in her life about her son i can't imagine how it feels to lose a child, let alone to lose a child to suicide. So once again, like I said, my heart goes out to Regina King. I just wanted to have a moment to um,
1: say that for her. Something was coming up on my feed saying
0: that a L.A. rapper died. A Los Angeles hip-hop rapper, artist and rapper, Tyreek Grant, known by stage name Y-N-G-X-17, died Monday afternoon after he was run over and trapped underneath a trailer in North Hollywood. It happened around 3.30 p.m. On Tungee Avenue, according to the Los Angeles Police Department, the driver of a white Toyota Tundra was towing a 25-foot trailer northbound. Police said as the vehicle stopped in traffic and the driver became involved in a verbal verbal argument with a pedestrian. That's crazy, man.
1: And of course, he died at the scene. So
0: I hear that Dulupia Dilup, sued for allegedly copying Levitas from Reggae Band. It's a lot of these celebrities out here copying and, um, Copying shit that they see in other celebrities doing, it's ridiculous. Like, nobody has no individuality or originalism no more. They just all just, like, <laughs> copying what they see the other doing. But um, right now I want to bring up Ye and Kim. What's really going on between Ye Kim like we on the outside looking in but does Jace really want Kim back or is he just like out here terrorizing her right now like I can't believe it but if you've been keeping up with the Kanye West personal life then you know that he's been spending time with Chancey Jones but are they a official couple we don't know. He's been hanging out with a lot of models since him and Kim split, so I wouldn't be surprised if it was just a flame. Over the course of the last few weeks... The 44-year-old rapper had been spotted hanging out with model Chancey Jones and even seemed to make things Instagram official on March 1st when he reposted a photo of the two shopping in Miami as for what's really going on between Ye and his latest muse. um, A source says that they're just having fun, which I figured, because everyone knows that he wants Kim back. So what do y'all think about Pete Davis? Pete Davis and, and um Kim Kardashian. I think that is like the ugliest fucking couple ever. Like they look so awkward together. I was watching them leaving um somewhere like a date that they just had a couple of weeks ago. And Kim tried to um hold his hand and he kinda like pulled back a little bit. He is like a fucking weirdo. Like I would never like see him with Kim, I'm not gonna lie, but Kim has dated a lot of weird people throughout her life, even been married to a lot of weird people. Um Tristan Thompson and Marilee Nicholas boy, baby boy's name, um got revealed. This is the newest person that he got found treat cheating on Chloe with. And this is Tristan's third baby. Um, His name is Theo Thompson. That's the name of the baby. And he was born in California in Santa Monica on December the 1st.
1: Kylie had her baby, and like everybody know, if you haven't found out yet, with
0: Travis Scott. And his name is Wolf, which I think is so cute. They haven't really shown any pictures of him yet, but I'm sure that he, well, his grandmother said on Ellen that he looks a lot like Stormy. So, hopefully in a couple of months, we'll get a picture of him to see what little Wolf looks like, but I like his name um i want to talk about one more kardashian before i move on and it's um uh courtney and travis courtney and travis is like it for me i'm not even gonna lie like they do it for me they float my boat and i'm so happy that courtney has been getting a lot of um FaceTime a lot of pictures a lot of um people keeping up with her because um a couple years ago Kim had said that she was the less likely that people wanted to look at and less like basically calling her sister ugly saying nobody wants to look at you and that's how karma works this is exactly how karma works now she's the hot hottest topic of the Kardashians, you know. Everybody wants to know what's going on with her and Travis. So shout out to Courtney and Travis, you know. Y'all big right now. And I always like Travis as a drummer. Also, this is some juicy gossip. Kanye West, Kanye West broke bread with Tristan Thompson in Miami. Lord have mercy. Kanye is a fucking mess. I'm not going to lie. and It's hard for me to even say that because I am a Gemini to myself. and But sometimes it can be like extreme with Gemini. And I feel like Kanye is way far on the extreme end right now because you messy. You having dinner with Tristan and like the other baby mama and stuff in Miami. Y'all tripping, bruh. Like, on some real stuff. Like, you tripping. It say that Kanye West is spending time with another Kardashian outcast. <laughs> so, basically, now they calling Kanye West an outcast, too. With Mr. Tristan Thompson and the duo sat down for a, a meal with some female company and told. Yeah, and Tristan was spotted having dinner Tuesday night at the Setham Motel in Miami where they were told they broke bread around 11 p.m. Uh, And it appeared to be women at the table, too. Tristan was in Miami because his new team, the Chicago Bulls, had played against the Heat the night before. His next game isn't until tomorrow in Atlanta, so he stuck around to get in some yay time. (laughs) Kanye West is messy. That's all I'm going to say about that. He's like a hot-ass mess on oh, some real shit. They canceled Wendy Williams' show, so it won't we, we won't have no more Wendy. And I'm kind of sad and disappointed because she's the whole reason why I wanted to start a podcast from the beginning. Like, I looked up to her and all the other women in TV who was, like, you know, being they self and being honest and bringing us... You know, all all the world news, all the world gossip, all the everything. So, I'm actually going to be sad that Wendy Williams show uh, won't be coming back on air. It's really sad. Uh, also, what else did I want to talk about with y'all? Oh, Kanye West, he fired his um divert, divorce attorney right before his hearing with Kim. It's saying Kanye West is playing a game of musical chairs with his legal team once again, dropping his divorce attorneys in the 11th hour and just before a pivotal hearing with Kim. Sources with direct knowledge tell us that recently fired his lawyer, Chris Melcher, were told the relationship between Ye and Merchler had become extremely difficult with little communication. So now he rehired another attorney, Samantha Spector, who recently represented Nicole Young in her divorce with Dr. Dre. And y'all all know what happened with that divorce with Nicole Young and Dr. Dre. What? That lady, Samantha Spector, got Nicole half of whatever money she was asking for um from dr dre so it's kind of sketchy that he would go and get this lawyer but we'll see how it end up turning out and what's going to end up happening um They're supposed to have a hearing today sometime. It don't really say what time. But they thinking that the judge is expected to rule to make him legally single. How y'all think Ye gonna take that? I don't know. He might go a little bit crazy. We might be seeing Ye in the news in a couple of weeks. Okay, it was something else I want to talk with y'all about as far as news for celebrity news.
1: Um. I like them, so let's sit back and see how that
0: goes with them too. All right, And the world of sports, Nate Diaz on Conor McGregor needs to prove he's tough. Win before the trilogy fight. They supposed to have a fight coming soon. Conor McGregor and the other guy. Who y'all think gonna win that fight? I'm thinking that Nate Diaz is gonna win, but I don't really know. Also, this was funny to me. Lamar Odom called Tops Thompson corny for what he did to Chloe. I'm over here fucking hollering, bruh. Like, uh, because
1: he really is a
0: corny ass dude for that shit that he keep doing to her, bruh. But once again, if you keep allowing people to do fucked up things to you, they're going to keep on fucking doing it. On another note, breaking news, hot sauce out of sports. LeBron James yells, I'm a fucking problem in Tristan's face during the game. Tristan Thompson's rough week got a bit worse tonight on Tuesday night when his good friend LeBron James talking serious trash right in his face during the Lakers versus Kings game. It all went down in the closing minutes of the LA match in Sacramento at Crypto Arena when when LBJ drove the lane for a clutch and won Layup to put the Lakers at 118 mm-hmm. to 112 late in the game. After LeBron headed right to the Kings bench, he yelled, I'm a motherfucking problem bitch with Tristan, who didn't play in Tuesday's game, standing just feet away. So. <laughs> One of the announcers clearly thought that it was a message directed to his ex-caps teammate saying James looked right at Tristan when he said it. Yeah. So it's like hella stuff going on and... Fucking, uh... Sports. Oh, another thing I want to talk about as far as sports go is this fucking lockout with the Major League Baseball thing. It is fucking ridiculous that the owners and the players can't come to some type of conclusion where the season doesn't have to be delayed. This actually is gonna affect me because I work for the Major League Baseball organization and we're not going to be able to start work if they don't come to some type of cohesion with the lockout. People are losing out money. Not only me, players are losing out on money. Owners are going to lose out on money. It's going to be bad because um, it's going to be millions of dollars lost out. And people, it's not in the point in their life where they can sit around and wait for them to come to a conclusion About this lockout. They've been on this lockout since the 1st of December. And they still have not came into a conclusion on whether or not they can um, start the season. Which is ridiculous to me. At the end of the day, it just comes down to money. Everybody wants money. More money. More money. More money. I feel like over years, really, the... Owners haven't really saw an uproar about um, um money. And I feel like that just a little bit that the owners should be able to um get up from the players. Baseball players have been making millions for years and nobody never said nothing. They the highest paid sport. You know, so I feel like it's selfish of the players and the owners to not be able to come to. A conclusion to where uh, they can get past this lockout unlike base basketball and football fans they fans are hardcore back in like 94 or something 90 something I forgot when they canceled the World Series let me look it up so I can have the exact information you know and so I feel like it's selfish of the owners I feel like it's selfish from the players to not be able to sit down and just come to an agreement so that they can get the season started because like I said I don't feel like they could take another heat like hit like they did from back in 1994 when they canceled the World
1: Series I don't really
0: know what to think about it because they both was talking crap. And like I said, I come from a family of four. It's me and my four brothers. I mean, my three brothers. And I know that if something like that happened to me, that my brothers would take up for me. My brothers would be there to say like, hey, you know. um, He actually threatened him on social media that when he saw him, he was going to get him. And then now that when it happened, when they met up in a bowling alley... They um he end up getting jumped or beat up by the baby and his security, and now he wants to um sue the baby. So what do y'all thinking about this? Like, I'm gonna read y'all something from this article. It say the tension between the baby and Brandon Beals, the brother of Danny Lynn who is the mother of the baby's youngest daughter, has escalated to the point of physical attraction and ended an in injury last night. In the numerous video clips that, that began circulating social media earlier this morning, on February the 10th, Baby and Bills got into a physical at a bowling alley outside of Los Angeles yesterday while the Pacific details regarding was guarding. The actual led to a fight unclear. It can be presumed that the situation stems from the North Carolina rapper calling the police. On Danny Lynn back in November after the two got into an argument on Instagram, an incident that resulted in Danny being charged with assault after being accused of using her hands, feet, and teeth and more to assault the baby. Her brother Bill's later popped on social media to challenge baby to a one-on-one fight. In one angle of the newly recorded fight footage, the baby appears to throw the first punch at Bills while they are both on a slippery bowling alley lane. Shortly after Baby is joined by several other men who are struggling to keep their balance on the highly glossed lane. So, like I said, I don't really know who, who. sad to take who outside, outside where? Nobody. <clears throat> um, no, it was locked in. So yeah. We just gonna keep watching that and see how that go between them two. I feel like her brother gonna try to sue him. Also, this is the last little piece of hot sauce so I'm gonna give y'all. Um, Megan's new boyfriend. Partying Fontaine calls out Tory Lanes, but Tory Lanes ain't just sit back and get called out by her boyfriend. Tory fires back, so that's one thing that I'm gonna talk about with y'all on Friday or next week about the uh, beef between Megan and Tory Lanes about her getting shot by him and what's going on with that situation. Um.
1: gonna go ahead out and finish the Arizona yesterday It was a car